0: Hey guys, Eric here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Before we tune in to the details today, I have one little favor I'd like to ask you. Are you listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? If you are, and if you haven't done it already, it would be so helpful to Anita and I if you could leave a five-star review. It could just be putting five stars or even writing down something that you really enjoyed and learned from the episodes that you've heard so far. This kind of help would really improve our ability to give you better content and also to help other people find out about Taiwanica. So if you wouldn't mind taking just a few moments to do that if you haven't already, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoyed today's episode whether it's music or if you want to see something like if you want to see a cloud in the sky and if you just do those activities mm-hmm. and with complete focus right. you know you're not focusing on what happened yesterday you're not focusing on the things around you you're just focusing on that one thing mm-hmm. i bet you you will feel so much more mm-hmm. in that sensation and that moment than any other time you've done that activity previously mm-hmm. and that's because of overwhelm
1: mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. another thing is like when we feel overwhelmed we also have like self doubt mm. like you said uh, overwhelm is never just easy one term one feeling one single moment that you feel overwhelmed it's accumulate a lot of things that happened in the past and associate with other feelings or emotions so another thing is we have to identify those things um in order to you know get the get over uh, get through the overwhelming moments. One of them is, like you just mentioned, rewarding. To cross it out, you have this rewarding moments that can kill your self-doubt.
2: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
1: self-doubt is another huge distraction when you are experiencing overwhelming moments. Like, oh my God, I have so much things. I don't know how to, to get this done. I'm never going to get it done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So... That's why you start with something small. Like you say, you know, take out the trash. Do you have to do it right now? Do I have 30 seconds? It's important. You are training your brains to manage tasks. So if you do it more on a daily basis, it becomes your system in your brain, Hmm. which is very funny because when we experience overwhelming, it's also a previous systematic setting, Mm -hmm. right? I have a deadline of my work. I have a meeting with my boss next week. Those kind of things we all know is associated with stress, mm-hmm. right? So it all, everything creates its own system. That's why we have habit. When you are reacting to your environment, it's also the same thing.
2: Mm.
1: Most of the time it comes from external circumstances causing us these reactions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what we are doing right now, what Eric mentioned about is to train your brain to be focused tasks focused mm. and you have to learn how to make the priority of the things so you need to get done right
2: mm-hmm. and
1: once you do that you also mentioned about one thing is most people usually overseeing this but it's actually a very powerful tool mm. by just simply underlying it or circling it our brain will just immediately at you know attracted to those kind of highlights what we so call highlights Otherwise when you go out to watch a YouTube video right now every time they wanted to want you to pay attention to something they will use like a red circles or red highlight to mm-hmm. the things they wanted to say you immediately get attention to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good tool that you can use on a daily basis writing down the things circle the the task that you need to do you need to get done immediately or even today. It's a very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yes. Well, yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad that you appreciate it and can also recognize the power behind it. It's something that I have already been practicing for a little bit now, and I can tell you from a personal point of view, it is effective, mm-hmm. very effective. Okay. And not only does it make you feel motivated for the day that you do the task, you the, at the end of the day what i do mm-hmm. just that's a top on of it is that i will circle the things that i want to do tomorrow mm-hmm. and then uh, that's after i finish the day i don't do them together i do it at the end of the day after mm-hmm. i finish all the tasks i want to do and i look at what i need to do the next day i'll think of my next list right mm-hmm. and then i'll write them down and then circle the ones that really need to get done first mm-hmm. and then i get excited about it i'm mm-hmm. actually motivated right. so much that i want to do it right and then just so happens that when I have all this stuff on the list that I actually unconsciously get some of the other tasks done right. while I'm doing mm-hmm. the other tasks. So I find out that the they actually have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Some of the tasks are able to get done together. And, but in my brain, it doesn't feel like that, mm-hmm. right? It feels yeah. like they are all separated. But it's really interesting mm-hmm. because you just start to realize that life is actually a lot more organized than you think it is. You just right. have to create a way to see it. Yes, and this is the true. the way to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things that I really wanted to add as just one more thing that I mentioned to Anita before, which is the thinking process about how do we get into these cycles of overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a word. It's a really big word in English called rumination. Mm-hmm. Okay rumination according to the dictionary is the habit of repeating a thought cycle over and over again until it becomes part of your circuitry Mm -hmm. so it's something that you do so often that it becomes beyond a habit it's just part of who you You are are. Mm -hmm. and so this is why we can call ourselves oh i'm a nervous thinker Or I'm a worry wart, like Mm -hmm. someone who worries all the time. Or I'm just so, I'm a sad person. It's not because they actually are. It's because they think about it so much that they become that way. And so this is what we call rumination. Mm -hmm. And so the good news is, is that rumination is associated with why questions. Okay, what is a why question? Just like a, a what, a how, a why, a where. Okay, it's a why question. So, for example, why am I sad all the time? Mm -hmm. Why am I sad about this situation? Mm -hmm. Why am I sad that this happened? Mm -hmm. We're going, why, because, why, because, why, because you're in a circle, right? And so you're proving to yourself that you're this way because your brain is like, oh, you're asking me a why question. So let me give you the answer. Exactly. They love, the brains love solving questions. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what they're designed for. Mm -hmm. So instead of asking yourself a why question, why not ask yourself a what question? Because what happens when you ask a what question, Anita?
1: I'll get a clear answer. I won't go down the, the spiral. Sure. Rabbit hole.
0: Because you're not just thinking you're, doing something Mm -hmm. right because what questions are for example what can i do in Mm -hmm. this moment or what can i say in this moment anything with the word what is going to connect to an action rather than a reason Mm why is keep you in that loop right but what's force you to do something about it Mm -hmm. so if you find yourself in that loop and you say to yourself okay what is something that i can do right now Or what can I do to solve this situation? Mm -hmm. Your brain's going to have to solve it. It's going to have to find an answer for you. Getting you out of that situation. Mm -hmm. So getting out of that rumination cycle. If you look at it from a psychological point, like for your brain point, you're actually like a river. When you have a river you are having this big water flowing right Mm -hmm. but the river doesn't actually become really big at the beginning it actually gets connected by lots of different little streams and then when it gets connected to all these little streams after a long time it gets bigger and bigger and bigger this is what rumination is it's like at first it could be a really small river right a little small thought process Mm -hmm. why am i sad all the time okay But if you keep on giving more and more reasons, you're getting more and more streams. And then it's going to become a bigger and bigger thing, a bigger, Mm -hmm. bigger problem. So it becomes very difficult to get out of it because it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. So the good news is, though, there is a solution. Mm -hmm. And that is understanding overwhelm and what you can do to get out Mm -hmm.
1: of it. Everything has solutions. All you have to do is just get it. I would like to share some of the information and knowledge that I know about our brain our brain has function that will carry memories and experience what we learn from the past memories and you know history from the past and they will create part of your body physically so that's why you say I'm I'm a nervous thinker for example it becomes who you are Hmm. because it's actually physically happening in your brain because you're always thinking about this and become who you are because your brain is causing uh, Is creating a certain uh, chemistry makes you like that, mm. so that's why also manifests of what you are thinking about all the time mm. become who you are. Mm. Mm. This connect to genetic reasons and your past trauma, mm. but those two are big, big, big topics. We are not going to talk about it today, mm. right? So that's when you ask yourself when you are experiencing some discomfort, you ask yourself why. You go mm. down to the rabbit hole because. You're talking about your past all the time.
2: Mm.
1: And there was no solution in the past. What we can do is right now, Mm. right? So no asking why is a really, really good protocol to do because we all need time to heal from our past, release your trauma, blah, blah, blah. But emphasizing the power of right now, if you ask yourself what questions, you can immediately change it. And this is what happened to our neurons in our brain if you stop feeding the bad things that you want to do think about for example like i'm a nervous stinker i am a uh, i'm a couch potato for example if you stop giving yourself the chance to repeat what you so-called rumination the i mentioned that they carried a certain amount of genes and 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 energy and chemicals from your past right so your the brain the neuron that carried the definition like you are a couch potato if you stop doing things to it just like you stop giving the water to a plant a the plant a will slowly die that's also what happened inside your brain and now you're asking what question is you plant another more beautiful more healthier plant you keep on giving that water then when you ask what that you do in the action you're giving a lot of energy and love and water to this new habit and more likely slowly for sure but the old you know that self-identity i'm a couch potato slowly dying and now you will see yourself as a new version of yourself so this is also a really really good uh, method thank you so much for sharing we'll be right back I really like journaling, but I always end up in no time or cannot find a journal that I really like. So I was like, hey, let me create one. So here it is, a self-help journal created and designed by Anita. Inside the book, I provide very simple and easy to follow template. For example, in the morning, to-do list. In the evening, gratitude practice. So you can use a very little time to start this healthy habit go ahead and check it out in our description down below or go to our buymeacoffee.com.
0: Sure. It's, you know, the idea of feeding what you want mm-hmm. is plant B and then feeding what you don't want is plant A. Mm-hmm. And watching plant A slowly die you know, it's easy to say than do because the, the thing about our brain is that it's not a plant. It's a mm. thing inside our head. Yeah, and so right. we are constantly but being influenced yes. by it. Right. So this is the idea of like, oh, but, you know, that <laughs> feeling is so good. You know, and it's... this is the this is what's so, you know, twisted about our brains is that overwhelm mm-hmm. is a feeling of stress. Right. But. To be completely honest, doesn't it feel good just for like, it doesn't, it's not for a long time, Mm. but it's like for that moment, that moment right there, Mm -hmm. that feeling in your brain, you can feel it. It feels kind of good. Like you actually have this like a little addiction to that sensation. Mm -hmm. And this is the trick. That Mm -hmm. keeps plant A alive. Is that if you feel that and Mm -hmm. then you go down the same path that you went through before. Like what I said before with the rumination. Mm -hmm. So if you go down that path again, Mm -hmm. you're just feeding more water to plant A. That's true. So it feels good, but it's a trick. Don't Mm -hmm. listen to the trick because Mm -hmm. your brain is completely... Trying to keep you in that same habit because Mm -hmm. it's easier for it to function in the habits that already exist. Mm -hmm. But if you tell yourself, "Ah, no, I'm not going to fall for it, you Mm -hmm. might fall for it for a second. It's okay. But if you stop yourself and say, no, Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. I'm now doing this. So mm-hmm. I'm not worried about paying rent. Instead, I'm going to do more things to help me make more money. Right. And you just keep focusing on that transfer mm-hmm. to the other side. You're feeding plant B.
1: That's true. And it
0: doesn't feel good for a while because your plant B is new. It feels different. It needs
1: extra attention. It too. needs
0: extra attention to grow, right? But plant A is like, hey, you know, I'm fully fine over you've here. Been,
1: you've been live with me for the past 30 years. You you know so i'm all doing great here.
0: yeah you know i'm doing fine you know you want me to live just give me some water buddy it's going to lure you back in right, right, right. right? exactly but mm. the reality is is that if you can recognize that that's what's happening
2: right.
0: you know and it's really difficult but at the beginning mm-hmm. i'll tell you a strategy on how to do that in a minute but if you can't if you can conquer it even if it you mm. know if you don't get in the at the beginning but you get it in the middle or you get it way earlier than you usually do. Mm-hmm. That is a victory, right. okay? Because mm-hmm. that means the next time it will be shorter, and the right. next time after that it will be shorter, mm-hmm. and sooner or later it will be done. The You'll pla- become
1: who you are again. You You're will creating... become
0: Plant B, right? Right. You mm-hmm. are now Plant B. There's no A or B anymore. You are just the new plant. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. So um, another thing is why we another another uh, tips I would about I'm about to share, uh, which is. Why we feel addicted to those kinds of stress? Because stress sometimes associated with your ability. Because you know you can do it. You know, this is the, you know, the equation together is that you know you can do it, but you cannot do it. So it's causing overwhelm. But mm-hmm. a part of the equation is you can do it, right? Mm-hmm. So it feels good that you have the ability to do so much, mm-hmm. right? So that's the part that keeps us addicted to it. Again, emphasizing there was well, not just simply one thing, one emotions, one feeling. Mm-hmm. That's the why. Mm-hmm. So when you're addicted to these kind of things and you you know, but you probably didn't see it uh, with, sub, uh, with a conscious level, it's just like it, it all happened together. Mm-hmm. They are the package deal. Mm-hmm. That's why we go down to the rabbit hole. Uh, because your brain doesn't know you actually can separate it mm-hmm. by which is the t- uh, tip I'm about to share, is to practice being present mm. every single day. Mm. And you mentioned about one thing really good is be, when, when you're changing from uh, plant A to plant B, the very, very first thing that you can do and you must do is be aware of it.
2: Mm. Mm. Right?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, when you're addicted to this kind of uh situation, why is it make you overwhelmed? Mm. Right? So if you can identify it, meaning by being aware of it, Hmm. then you can start to do the magic, you know. When you go down to your garden, plant A is dying, it's not healthy, you know, it's eating other animals. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Animals. (laughs) Wow. A carnivorous plant. Okay. (laughs) Just the example. But you see, plant B is maybe tiny, but you know you grow up to be like really big, beautiful flowers. Hmm. And you will immediately know what you want it to have in your garden, which is what kind of person you want it to be you know it's a metaphor Hmm. so you will start doing B, but being aware of it is not enough you also need to do this which is to be present
2: Hmm.
1: with it Hmm. right you Hmm. have the awareness and be present of it and you can actually evaluate what can you what's your capability what can you do what can you do Hmm. right so Again, we like the feeling that we can do so much, right? I mean, we're not talking about time, but just by looking at the things that you can do, we like the feeling that we feel that we have the ability to do all of them. Mm. But the very important thing is less is more.
2: Mm.
1: When you are being present with your ability, look at the things that you can do and also look at your ability. Like, okay, today I wanted to do 10 things on my list. Mm. But I know I can only do five of them. Mm. Being honest with yourself, Mm. identify those and evaluate and manage what kind of, you know, how much time you wanted to put into each task. Like you say in the beginning, circling it, underlying it is a very good way to help you to, you know, understanding yourself in a deeper level. Like, okay, I'm not going to let myself in the situation again like overwhelm. But I'm also giving myself the credit because I know I'm the one who can make decisions. Like what can I do, right? How much can I do? So one, give you the time management uh, skills and the task, you know, priority. You can make the priority. And and the last one, which is very important, is to feel good about yourself Mm. because you don't let other things bothering you. Now you are the one who take initiate actions like i can i know what i can get done and i'm going to get it done and you don't feel overwhelmed Hmm. so this is a very good way you don't have to wait until you're overwhelmed to do that you can do it every single day
0: yeah
1: by you know all the things that we just mentioned every single day
0: yeah wonderful wonderful example being present is of course the trick of being a human is that we are human beings and so to be present is a natural state but A lot of things get into our lives that make us start to think too much and so therefore we get stuck in these kind of what one of my my coaches says mind diarrhea
1: oh my goodness (laughs) it's (laughs) It's also intense yes
0: because you just basically have (laughs) this constant like (laughs) like rushing of disgusting thoughts going through you all the time and you're just Mm -hmm. like why is this not stopping Mm -hmm. and so The good news is, is that presence is something that we always have and we can tune into it at any given time. And one of the things that I always recommend is if you want to be present really quickly, just close your eyes and ask yourself this question. Where am I? Open your eyes. I am here. Do it again. Close your eyes. Where am I right now? Open your eyes. I am here. Do this a couple of times. Do this about three, four times. And then after you do that, you'll be more present. Mm -hmm. And so... These kind of things, when you remind yourself, just brings you that awareness. And that's all you need Mm -hmm. to be able to bring yourself back. But now this is the thing I want to bring up with the positive side of overwhelm, Mm -hmm. okay? Because overwhelm is just a feeling, right? We're talking about emotions here. And so what is overwhelm when you turn it into a power rather than a disadvantage, okay? I want to give you a very clear example so i'm going to give you a fruit okay so imagine in your head a peach okay think of a peach and now you haven't bitten into this peach yet okay but when you when you're holding this peach in your hand
2: mm-hmm.
0: you can feel the softness of the skin if you squeeze a little you can feel how tender it is
1: i was still talking about the peach
0: we're talking about <laughs> I'm the peach sorry. okay <laughs> Just and now When you're about, you're looking at the peach and you're seeing how beautiful the color is, right? And then you take a bite into it Mm -hmm. and you can taste all of the delicious flavors that has in it. The sweetness, the little sour bits. Mm -hmm. And you can also feel how watery it is and all the sensations, Mm -hmm. right? Even though you don't have a peach in your hand right now your brain can totally sense Mm -hmm. everything that I just mentioned, right? right? And it feels like you literally just took a bite of a peach Mm -hmm. in your mouth. That's because of overwhelm. Overwhelm has the power to give you the sensations Mm -hmm. of anything that you desire in this particular moment. And you can use that with your body at any given time. So if you want to touch something, whether it's a table or when you want to hear something, whether it's music, Or if you want to see something like if you want to see a cloud in the sky and if you just do those activities Mm -hmm. and with complete focus, you know, you're not focusing on what happened yesterday. You're not focusing on the things around you you're just focusing on that one thing Mm -hmm. i bet you you will feel so much more Mm -hmm. in that sensation and that moment than any other time you've done that activity previously Mm -hmm. and that's because of overwhelm right so overwhelm can be a huge power Mm -hmm. so if you want to be grateful for having a drink of water and you focus on all that water entering your body at that moment it's going to be amazing Mm -hmm. it's going to be an amazing sensation Mm -hmm because overwhelm has that superpower. Mm -hmm. So we have overwhelm of stress and we don't like overwhelm of stress, not because of overwhelm, but because we don't like stress, Mm -hmm. right? So if we know this and you can say, oh, I can have overwhelm of joy. Mm -hmm. And then if you know what that feels like, you're gonna wanna have more of Mm -hmm. that, right? Or you have the overwhelm of pleasure, Mm -hmm. okay? Of eating lots of peaches, okay? Mm -hmm. Then you're gonna wanna do that more Mm -hmm. because you understand that if you focus on that one thing, with so much intensity, that it's so fulfilling.
1: Right. So it's really interesting, right? I I, I think this is also my method whenever I'm talking to my client is like, we are so caught up by just one word, Mm. right? You know, like stupid, for example, Mm. or um, just like you say, overwhelmed. We got so caught up by what's black and what's white and then we just got stuck there Mm. right but like you say if you use the ability of overwhelm you can actually uh, use your ability to understand the word in the deeper meaning and actually putting your physical body into experiencing it Mm. we are the magician we can change everything upside down Mm. right so that's another point why we are doing this episode not even just this episode is this podcast so far is to help you to understand those kind of things. Mm. So I think it's very beautiful, right? Everything uh, you can look at it, you can give it a meaning, new meaning every moment. So the power of now is just now because every moment is a new start. Mm. So you will never feel like you're failing, you know, like this time because new second is coming in one second, mm. you know, that's the beauty of it. So just look at it being present and that you can you know, have a better future. We over tend to overlook the the power of right now. We will be like, oh, in the 10 years from now, I'm gonna be the president of the United States. But, you know, we underestimate what we can do each moment, hmm. basically. So that's the tip that you can take away for today's episode. I have a few key points I would like to share. Those key points are from the, the book that I was recently reading. It's called The Age of Overwhelm, Hmm. right? So inside of it, I haven't finished the book yet, but I was actually flipping through the book today and and there were a few tips I would like to share with you guys. The first one is where we just mentioned, disconnect, blessed, be present more, which is, you know, disconnect yourself is what we mentioned about earlier. You think about too much and your physical body is not doing anything. Hmm. That's disconnect. And the next one is be active. No, you can easily in the situation be active, like what I said, evaluate what you can do and pass down the things that you cannot finish. Because sometimes we were being overwhelmed, or in the high pressure situation, we tend to be narrow visioned, tunnel visioned. You evaluate your ability and pass down the things you cannot do, maybe to your coworker or talk to your boss that I cannot finish that today you probably will gain a new perspective about the things. So that's be active. Next thing is go outside. I like this one because every time when I go feel overwhelmed, you know, I'm a runner. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, I love running. So when I feel overwhelmed, you can ask Eric. I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. You know, when I was having a huge workload in the morning, taking care of the baby, maybe my son today was over (laughs) fuzzy and you're just yelling at me the whole time. And I, I know you know dinner time is coming, I need to cook. That's when I will tell Eric say, sorry, I cannot do that right now. I cannot do any of those right now. I need to go outside and run. So maybe your way is not going outside. Maybe it's go you know take a hot bath, whatever it is, find the things that can help you be realigned with yourself. And next time is spend time with animals. You know, some people like plants. You can also, you know, go to the plants, literally talk to them and being present with animals. Mm. Those effective way is because you are being present, mm. right? When you're with animals, you don't have to think about anything else. You just enjoy the cuteness. Mm. That's one way of being present. Mm. To your plants is the same. We, tend to, we don't tend to think about other things when we're taking care of our plants, mm. right? Mm. So again, finding the thing, what is that thing for you to be tune into present moment immediately and last one is less attachment more curiosity when we have the attachment we tend to have that because we are an emotional being we have emotions when we have the most common attachment for your work is like i like the feeling of being successful i finished one report right our my attachment to it is the Rush of successful, being successful, you know, worker or businesswoman, attachment or goals. You can look at it. Sometimes attachment disguises a goal. You know, that's why we are always goal oriented. This is a good, but when you are too attached to it, that's when you lose your. It you could become a di- distractions, right? So mm-hmm. you don't know what to do. So instead of being too attached to something, I like to add a little bit of curiosity to it. Right, what are the other what are the other opportunities or possibilities I can I didn't see because I'm being too stressed about that. Mm. Right? So those are the things I think very very good and next one I would like Eric to share a little bit about this which is the morning, how important the morning is, and meditation and yoga.
0: Okay, sure. So One of the big things that a lot of people like to do in order to prevent themselves from feeling overwhelmed or be controlled by their emotions is to have a spiritual practice that helps them grow outside of who they are. And the thing that I always recommend to people is either doing yoga practice or meditation like Anita has already brought up. The reason why I bring up these two is mainly because they have a overall holistic benefit so let's talk about yoga first and yoga is another word that means union and so when you think about unity it's about bringing things together and so when you do a physical yoga exercise stretching your body into different directions and trying to find that balance you are actually realigning your body back to your mind and because you are focusing on all physical parts of your body with your brain, right? And so when you're focusing on those areas with your body and your mind together, that is unity. So doing this in the early morning will help you concentrate easier on tasks because you already, on a physical and mental level, have concentrated two different entities on one specific thing. So separation and unification all at once, right? That's what's so powerful about yoga. On the other hand, with meditation, meditation is bringing not only the physical and the mental together, but it's also bringing in the spiritual. So it's bringing all three of the things that we are on different layers of uh, our existence combined. And you know, there's also emotions like mixed in between all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why meditation is just kind of an inten- more intense level of that because you're focusing on lots of different things But people get a little bit overwhelmed by meditation because they think, oh, I can't think or, oh, I'm not supposed to do this. Oh, I'm not supposed to do that. When reality, meditation is nothing about any of those things. It's just about you doing what what I just said. Just sit down, close your eyes and experience all those things. Because the more you are capable of experiencing all those things all at once, you're actually creating that unity, that focus of being able to do all these different kind of things Mm -hmm. at one time. That's why doing this in the morning when your brain is fresh, and that's the very first thing that you do, creates this sort of coherence, this balance inside of your mind and body so that you don't have this sense that there's something wrong. Or you have this sense that you're overwhelmed or feeling this insecurity because you have already done something really hard Mm. at the very beginning of your day which is bringing yourself back into that awareness of the present moment. Mm -hmm. And so it's a practice of mindfulness, really. And the more mindful you become about everything that's of of you, the more that you are connected on the inside will make everything on the outside 10 times easier. Mm -hmm. So take it from me. Before I did meditation, I was very emotionally unstable, and I was a wreck, you know, just a drama queen, you know, eating tons of ice cream that's thought so you
1: were going to say chocolate i know because I you're still doing that <laughs> i know
0: i still eat chocolate but no 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 but my whole point is is that i i think what we have already covered today is that mm-hmm. mindfulness helps you have awareness and if you have awareness you're able to take a step back right. from the feeling overwhelmed so that's why doing this stuff in the morning before you even start doing anything else in the day will create equilibrium that is n- not matched by anything else because if you say for example start your day stressed more than likely mm-hmm. you're going to finish your day stressed mm-hmm. but if you start your day with equilibrium and pa- balance more likely you will be feeling equilibrium and balance mm-hmm. by the end of the day and yeah. thankful that you did it mm-hmm. so yeah
1: i think two things be present everything you just mentioned you know make the connection with your brain and your body synchronizing And meditation is the same. Allowing yourself being everything around you. Those are being present and intentional, Mm. right? So when you start a day like this, you are the one who is in control. Because most people, what they do is in the morning, they open their (laughs) message or emails. They let other people, that external force to make their day, right? That's the very, very little things. We usually tend to not seeing it. Again, because of our system is already designing that way. Right. But if you today change it, it changes your morning. To start with intentions and being present, you are the one who is in control of your old day. Like what is the thing going to be? And because you already practice being present in the morning, throughout the day, you will be more present and more tuned in to the things you are doing and how, capa- how capable are you of doing those kind of things. So that's why that's very powerful of doing those kind of things in the morning.
0: Mm, wonderful.
1: Very beautiful.
0: Well, thank you so much for asking such great questions today, Anita. Uh, overall, I think today's episode has been a fantastic one and a lot to take away right. uh, from this episode. So... Definitely tune in to us if you are watching us on YouTube. Definitely subscribe to our channel if you want to learn about some of the key points in English and in Chinese. Definitely check out our Instagram mm-hmm. at Taiwanica Podcast. Over there, Anita makes some fantastic slides that make it really easy to understand mm-hmm. all of this uh, information that we're sharing. And overall, if you want to get some more personal connection on how you on an individual level can connect with overwhelm on a better coaching experience, we definitely provide that mm-hmm. an amazing talker. So you can check out those links in the description down below.
1: Yes. One last thing I would like to share is really quick. We were talking about sense of belonging last time mm-hmm. and there were a lot of tracks then yet. Like what we just mentioned about how you wanted to become part of you. So I recently found a Taiwanese group in, in Portland. Mm. Uh, so that was great. And I met so many great people. And I know we haven't done shout out for a long, long time. But I think this is a very special moment. And mm. I'm sharing this uh, with joy and happiness and mm. full of sense of feeling. I met this wonderful mom. She Her name is Christine she immediately ever since i introduced this our podcast the group she has been a huge fan she's like i met her once and she was just like oh i love your podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's very addicting mm-hmm. i was like yeah that's great that's what we're doing this podcast for so mm-hmm. thank you thank you christina listening you are a wonderful mom you are great Yes, I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Christine,
0: for being a wonderful fan of nice. Taiwanica Podcast. And if I, any of you out there who's listening right now are also big fans, definitely yes. let us know. We mm-hmm. want to meet you and yeah. get to know you better. So mm-hmm. like I said, the best way to do that is to uh, either leave comments in the YouTube or Instagram posts or sending us a direct message on Instagram. And we will be happy to get back to you. We would love to shout you out for being so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Anita, it was great talking to you today.
1: Yeah, it was great talking to you today.
0: Yes, I feel less overwhelmed. And now I'm looking forward to finding out what's going to be next. Yeah. Yeah. So tune in to the next episode.
1: We'll see you next time.
0: All right. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Taiwanica. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.